Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Dribble podcast. Joe Allen is a man who likes a hen. It's episode number <laughs> 210. Thank you. They're not, they're not going to get any better from here, Tony. Don't worry. Oh, but I try, I'm trying my best. It's, we're back again. We're back again in a week where, in, a, in the two games that Stoke City have played, we've seen three goals, albeit two of them were Stoke's. One, not necessarily. And we'll talk about that today. Podcast-wise, hey, hey, I've got Tony with me. You've heard him before. But we got someone new, new on the pod. Rupert Goff, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm nervous. I'm ready for, uh, to break me in, so to speak. My wizard of all virginity going. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, I'm, hopefully you've heard this show before. And yeah. I, I have no idea why you would feel particularly nervous. I don't think we come across as, um, well, I hope we don't come across as intimidating, perhaps. Tony, do you feel, do you feel intimidating, Tony? I feel intimidated frequently, um, particularly on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I don't think I'm intimidating. <laughs> I would, I'm, I'm, I would I'm say, very weak, physically weak. Very. I would, having, having, you know, known you for some time, Tony, uh, and this is this is per- this is meant as a compliment. I would say <laughs> you are the least intimidating person I've met. <laughs> All right. It sounds like cyberbullying to me. <laughs> oh, so so. Well, yes, Rupert. Welcome to the podcast. You're here to discuss. Oh gosh, Stoke City, Stoke City won. I, I, we could have picked a better a better match for you, I'm sure. Stoke <laughs> City won. Birmingham City won. Let's do some three word reviews uh, from our followers on Twitter. Um, we have trust the players. Hashtag four two three one. Missed opportunities again. Unlock the offense. Wrong team slash formation. Uh, sack off three five two. I'll accept three five two as a word. Um, knees broken. A O T S. I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, M O N will learn. Poor team selection. Not quite working. Not very good. Boring. Frustrating. I'm getting the feeling from from our the, the, the fans on the internet. And, and let's be honest, we're all fans on the internet now because no one's allowed to games. Um, I'm getting the impression that people are. A bit annoyed at that match. Uh, well, Tony, we'll start with you. Do you think that this draw is a case of points lost or <coughs> points saved? Are you? What do you think? How did the match go in your eyes? Um, but I don't think Birmingham are a bad side at the minute. They started the season better than we have. They're above us in the league, so for what that doesn't count for much at this time of the season, really. Should, should I be status prick? Yeah. Um, I know all all the listeners universally love to hear about XG. Yep. Um, we won that 0.89 to Birmingham's 0.18. So is, fucking have that, Brom. Is that big, right? I I should say I have no idea what that means. Is that good? It means we deserve to win. <laughs> Like oh, no. measurably. I'll, I'll, okay, <laughs> I'll stop. Um, no, do uh, good stats. Um, for this game week in the championship, we were the third best in the league with 541 completed passes. Um, tackles, we were fourth in the league. Successful dribbles, we were third. We had 57% possession. We had five corners. We had one shot on target. Wow. 
big so, numbers. Big, big numbers. <laughs> mostly shit. Well, no, mostly good numbers. The only one that matters, of course, is is the shit one. But we've said we were saying just before we started recording, Chris, you were saying we do, we do the same podcast every week. <laughs> And we were saying the reason we do the same podcast every week is because every week is the fucking same. We're really good in the middle of a week, which we don't really talk about because it's a few days ago now. And then we're pretty rancid at the weekend just just to watch. Like, we just... I don't think it's a bad point, but we didn't... Again, we started poorly, gradually grew into it, played quite slowly... Just we we just didn't play that well. well. I think that's been the story of Stoke season since after lockdown, though, hasn't it? Yeah. We, we we start poorly, go into a game, and then we just run out of steam and run out of minutes to perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. No, I I think I definitely I definitely agree. It's um, we we just I don't know. Seems so. I don't know what it is about us that that makes us so so <laughs> ill in, we just don't seem to have much of an attacking intent now granted when we went a goal behind i do think that we seem to urge ourselves forward a little bit and i do think that our goal was probably the most comical thing <laughs> in the, in the game but i don't know like uh, R- rupert like you you say this then about from lock, beginning of lockdown and in the beginning of this season like for for you, what do you, what's frustrating you about this team? I think it's just the attacking attempt, isn't it? You know, we've got we we start slowly and we we seem to slow to react to the ball and we second to the ball all the time, mm. and then as soon as the team scores, we sort of pick ourselves up and think, right, let's let's try and play football now. Let's try and get to a team. Whereas you know, we sit there for for. Stoke score or another team score, we sit there and let them come towards us and let them attack us. When we should be really, you know, from the first minute going at them, I think, anyway. Especially, and I've seen people say this, especially at home, it feels like we've been, and I know that home or away, it's kind of, it doesn't really mean much at the moment with without the, the fans giving a home advantage, but it, it you would expect home games to have a little bit more attacking intent i can understand and i think angela smith said something like this on the commentary i can understand us setting up in quite a defensive manner trying to keep things solid at the back whilst we're away from home and it certainly worked against preston although we as we know that that game was affected by a red card and whatever it worked against villa it definitely worked against villa Mm. in midweek but i don't know at home you can you can sense people's frustration that we're setting up in this manner where it's very slow and and and, and your your what you said rupert about um not getting the second balls like yeah that actually is is proper spot on there was a there was bits today where i was watching it and they were the ball as as it does in the championship was getting knocked about and no one was really getting it but birmingham players just seem to be able to control it that little bit more and it's almost like when when we're heading it we're just we're just wishing it to go anywhere. Whereas, it up our, our, you know, our half the football of, of yeah. pitch line. Yeah. The worst thing about the second ball thing is that's something we'd fixed because mm. tail end of last season and 
some spells near the start of this season, we were winning that second ball. Particularly Nick Powell was a fucker for it because he was winning the second ball but miscontrolling it and then getting to the third ball effectively and doing some... We were really chasing that stuff down. And now it doesn't seem to matter who we're playing against, they always look really lively to the yeah. point that you think it's not them, it's us. We're just really... We're just slow so again. What, so what, what's... What's changed then? And, and you mentioned Nick Powell as well, Tony. He obviously didn't start today, um, which people I saw were a bit miffed at that. Him obviously coming on and, and uh, grabbing that equaliser, albeit an absolute silly, silly goal. Um, it, it, wasn't, it was a much-changed team, sort of. Well, no, it wasn't, was it? It was the team from uh, yeah. midweek, but with Nathan Collins out injured and... Blah de blah. It was the team from last weekend, wasn't it? But yes. With, but with Josh Tymon in, which is obviously a good thing. <laughs> it didn't but, take long. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying not to do that this week, but I mean, I can. You will, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm we sure you. Some... We'll talk. Um, yeah, we'll t- let's we'll talk about some individual players in a minute. That's the. Um, I'm seeing then a lot of criticism for three-five-two as a formation, uh, especially at home. Um, with with everything being said and what no home ad- there are no home fans to speak of. Is home advantage no. then really a thing? Does are people right to be annoyed? I I, believe, I think home advantage. That's a game we would have won if we had fans in the stadium. I think. Same with, with you know Bristol City and stuff. I think that was a game we would have won mm. if we had fans urging the players on. Home advantage is a big thing, I think, in, in, especially in a championship. Yeah, I think it, it definitely can be. I think there's there's the lines of sight argument where everyone knows, like from where they are in the stadium, you know where the goal is more automatically at your home ground than others. There's also the argument that today, particularly that very slow start and a few misplaced passes the crowd might have been making doing that sigh noise that we all love so much (laughs) yes i mean yeah 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 you make a a valid a valid point what about then three five two as a formation is it too defensive i don't don't think it's it's a terrible formation we made chances yeah, we just didn't finish. I mean, we didn't make loads of chances. It wasn't like gung ho, lots of goals. But Lee Gregory missed from an eighth of an inch <laughs> in the first half. What can you do? You know, if the players aren't going to score those chances. <laughs> what, what can you do? It's yeah. I I just kind of feel like we're not creating lots and lots. Like I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what I'm expecting. I, I don't know if my expectations are still stuck in Mark Hughes era Stoke at its most swashbuckling, expecting us to be rampant. But it kind of, I, I don't know, like for me with the performance today, whilst yes, Lee Gregory missed some chances, it kind, and it was an edgy game and it, it just felt like we, it's that same old thing. I'm repeating the podcast every week. We didn't really seem to have too much pace. We didn't really seem to create too much. And the chances that we did create just just went missing. I don't know if it's a case of just the players aren't actually... The players all having off days and not being that good. Or if it's a systemic thing. I don't know. I'm just... It, it wasn't a good game. I think that's the crux of it. It wasn't a good game. 
it's one of those games where you easily forget the end of the season. And you'll think back and go, oh, yeah, I remember that. We drew one all. Yeah. Well, it could be it could be one you look back and go, actually, that was a decent point when Birmingham do better than everyone expected through the course of a season. Or it might be Birmingham dropped like a stone and we're in a horrible relegation six-pointer <laughs> with them towards the end of a season. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it was a a bit of a shit game but we keep having the good midweek games which on one level lift you because they're really good because we keep winning and we're in the quarterfinals of a cup but on the other hand they just make Sunday which is a pain, Sunday's a pain in the arse anyway I think we all agree and then yeah. they make Sunday a bit shit because we're never as good in them against yeah. usually on paper inferior sides and it's oh, I, <laughs> that's the thing I think because midweek we've been playing you know, good teams like Villa and Wolves are, you know, not not bad Premier League teams. Mm. You come to Sunday, you think, oh, we're going to absolutely batter Birmingham. <laughs> and then you get a performance like that and you're like, well, I mean, we didn't lose, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel like I've been saying about Stoke more recently than ever. Oh, we didn't lose, which is good. Mm. <laughs> it, I mean, it is an improvement because last season we lost all these games. Well, yeah. well that was it, and I was, and I was just thinking like the 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 big difference from this time last year is that I think watching if this game was happening last year, I think it would have been a much more nervy affair. Like we would have conceded more chances. I certainly, whilst obviously Birmingham went ahead, I certainly didn't feel like they threatened loads. Like I felt defensively we were quite competent. It's yeah. Just, yeah. A one moment that that saw us a goal down. It, I think it, last year that, that was a game we would have lost under yeah. Nathan Jones. Yeah. But we would have had four or five really clear-cut chances that we should have yeah. scored and we would have lost 1-0, maybe 2-0. So I think we're, we're certainly more defensively secure and I think that um, the likes of Harry Suter coming in are, are <laughs> like a refreshing thing for this back three. Um, it's just the creative side of things that we're, we're somewhat lacking which is, is that's the thing it seems to be one problem at a time doesn't it we, we saw yeah. starting to sort out the fence and you know granted Sutar and Collins you know might have the odd dodgy game but I feel like it would be more forgiving because you know the young lads are learning the trade still mm. but then it's like you know we move on to the midfield now and then move on to the attackers afterwards and it's just going to be like an ever-revolving door, isn't it? Of, right, attackers good now, right? Defense, yeah. shot again. <laughs> Shit, we sold them all. Yeah. <laughs> and we bought <sighs> 17 more centre <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's it's certainly a case of evolution, not not revolution. Um, then, talking about individual players then, um, Klukas has come in for Pelters. So has James Chester, no surprise there, because he always seems to... Um, who who do you think had a particularly disappointing game? I don't think you could sit there and, and pick out anyone who was really, really brilliant. That's the, that's the thing, isn't it? You can't pick out, oh, he was really good, or saying, you know, X, Y, or Z was really good up front, or it's easy to pick fault and say, you know, Klukas played well because we're used to Klukas playing at such a good standard yeah. and last season for being player of the season. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think nobody played brilliantly. I don't think anyone was particularly bad either. There's lots of people who got proper abuse. I think Chester. I, th- I think the no knees all over the shot was 
probably aimed at him for his lack of jump on that one occasion and their one shot on target. Two shots on target in the game, two goals. Could have played the goalkeepers up front. We might have scored an extra one. Just, but yeah, I don't, um, Klukas has been, all, we've said it all season, he, he doesn't look himself. Mm-hmm. And there was definitely a spell last season when that was the case as well. And when he, when he came good, he was just the best player ever. I, th- I think he's a bit, he has spells a bit like that. Um, I think Suter's brilliant. Can't get enough of him. Dave described him as, the, what was it, the sniper's friend? The sniper's dream. It's the sniper's <laughs> dream because he's just got the world's biggest head, yeah, which yeah. I adore. Um, but no, he's, 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 he's doing everything right. He just looks, he looks very accomplished suddenly. And he, like you say, he will make the odd, odd mistake. He's quite young. Um, I would put him above most of our. I would put him and Collins as our best two centre backs at this point, which is, which is definitely a good thing to have. Presumably, they'll get some game time still. You would, you would certainly hope so, and you would certainly, with, with them saying that Collins is only out because of injury, you would hope that it's literally that's the thing that stopped him. He he wouldn't have been dropped anyway. Yeah. Um, it's, I think we forget, or perhaps we're just the, the biggest critics, but when you're down, you're down in the championship, um, the, the players that you have, if they're really, really good, then they're probably not going to be the most consistent because if they were, they probably wouldn't be playing in the championship or you're going to have young players who are you know, coming through and are, are, are starting their career. And yeah, like, like Sam Klukas, I kind of... I, I, he had a poor game for sure, but he goes he goes through spells as is the deal with players at this level, I guess. Um, I, I yeah, I mean he hasn't looked the best all season, but he, we know what he is capable of when he is good. So he didn't he didn't stress me out too much. Um, as for Chester, I'm 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 not the, the biggest fan of him, but I agree that Collins and Suter are preferred in fact my back three would probably be be suitor collins and and bruno as per the mm, cup yeah, games um, which is mad considering that like a few weeks ago danny bart was the toast of the town having scored in every <laughs> single game yeah <laughs> just... and put chess had a few decent games as well back end of lockdown didn't he he did because his contract was coming up and that's how it worked just though, isn't it? <laughs> but to be fair and to yeah. be fair chester today he had a header that was a, a bullet of a header that would have been a goal if goalkeeper hadn't yeah. got it. Got it, a it, was hand it was outstanding, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's funny that on a on a different day we could have been talking about a win thanks to a goal from him. It's just one of those things. What was there any players who stood out positively? Then I know who you're going to say, Tony. I, I, I yeah. No, well, I don't think he stood out positively. <laughs> I have an agenda and I have loads to say, but I, it wasn't his best game. But anyway, I mean, I, I, like, I was on a Zoom call yesterday with my wife and daughter, and my wife was explaining to my daughter that my wife is very comfortable with Josh Tymon is now the third person in our marriage. <laughs> so, Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I, I know that's why I'm here right now is to talk about Josh Tymon. I think he had his first off day in about six months. Mm. I think he's got a bit of abuse for it as well because of one really slack bit of control where it just went under his foot and out for a throw in. But there was, there was a, a bit of a 
narrative this season that he's playing further forward because he's not that good defensively and therefore getting him further forward is better. And I don't have that much of a problem with that because I like him playing further forward. But I also think he was always all right defensively and I think he was quite good defensively today. Um, it wasn't it wasn't his best game. I don't think really I don't I don't really need to say any of this, do I? I'm just talking for the I, again, but, again you say the same we say the same things every week, so it's just uh... Well yeah. But he, he did win ten ground jewels today, whatever they are. Um and Is that God that that ball he played in front behind their defence for himself to then run onto. God he's quick. And he good. Is- yeah, he is quick. He, I will say that he's certainly got a bit of speed to himself. Noises occurred. <laughs> oh no! Sorry. It's, it's, is that the okay. Josh Simon klaxon? That rapid klaxon. That is. <laughs> that is the uh, the sign in the podcast to say we've spoke about Josh Simon for too long. So moving <laughs> on to another player. Um, any anyone else? Stephen Fletcher. Um, I oh, thought he was good. It was just, it was just a. Meh performance from everyone, wasn't it? It wasn't. There was no one. I wanted to sit there and invite. I don't know. Lucas round for two because he played well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, it's so frustrating. It's midweek. You know, the whole team are playing well, Mm. and then come come the weekend where you know it really matters. All right, I'd like us to win the cup. I think everyone would. Mm. It's just. In it, there's no, there's no, yeah, there's no outstanding performance from anyone. Yeah, the 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 league and the league cup certainly seem entirely different competitions in terms of how how we're playing in them. It is very, it is very odd. Um, I can only hope that we just, I don't know, get better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got it's got to calm down a bit now. Now we're not playing two games a week because the, the, he's had to split the side a bit between the two competitions just so they're still capable of running up and down um, <laughs> I think so an international break coming up um, and then we, I guess we'll see maybe maybe we'll have a whole new okay this is the real first team crafted from well, the two first teams we've seen so far well you know uh, I believe it what's the next the next game is 17 you know yeah. well you know who the next the next game is against yes dare i tell you uh, do i want to know only so well i believe it is oh no next, 17th oh, yes. of october they wear orange <laughs> oh, oh 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 guess who had the highest xg this game week at oh the championship <laughs> off <laughs> Unbelievable. Nathan Jones does not deserve nice things. I've said it. <laughs> I like the bloke. I like him as a bloke, but as a football manager, he was awful for Stoke. He was. He, he, his time at Stoke was very awful, but I certainly, I think that in terms of, I, you know how this game is going to go. You yeah, know they're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to win three 0 That's going to be it. Put that down. Tony is on our Zoom call, holding up a picture of Duck Magazine's front cover with Nathan Jones on it. Um, I, no, but we, we're, it's fine. Because you know that, yeah, away to Luton Town. Oh, I'm it's going to be horrid. And I'm going to absolutely hate every single second of it. <laughs> yeah. Get me standing there going, yeah. pull his shirt. Oh, I hate him already. 
and he's going to say that, oh, God willing, we'll. God we'll willing, do well. we need them. Oh, it shows yeah. what a little budget does against a big budget. All that cliche stuff. <laughs> and I'm going to absolutely hate him. Unless, um, um, unless, of course, international break's done, and, and this is when we come good and we romp home to a massive victory. That's, that's the time to do it against Nathan Jones. Nothing, <laughs> anything less than a 6 0 win is a failure in my eyes. <laughs> I'm already disappointed by our performance a week on. Yes. <laughs> Whenever it is. It's a week on Saturday, isn't it? It's two weeks away. Yeah, no, we're, we're definitely going to lose that game by horrible means. It's going to be horrendous. So, as far as I'm concerned, the next game is the 21st, which is our next home game. Um, can't remember who that's against. I just I have it in my calendar when our next home game is for other reasons. Nathan Jones's Luton Town currently sit fifth in the league. I know that this is nothing at the moment. He four games in. That man does not deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they bring oh. Tom. Yeah, um, <laughs> when he hears this podcast, Tom Thrower will be very annoyed at us. I, yeah, I won't be invited back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not the case. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, then. Last day of the transfer window, apparently, is coming up. Um, and we have a fuckload of players. <laughs> Do <laughs> either of you see anyone leaving before the end of this window? Or is this the squad we're stuck with? Is anyone coming in, even? I don't know. I, don't I mean, the squad's too big to bring someone in at the moment, unless we get rid of two or three, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we've got to get. They'll, they'll be trying to get rid of some people. It'll oh, um, again. We, we've said it a few times in the last few weeks. But whoever we can sell, if somebody actually wants somebody, then we'll be open to it. Probably within reason. Wouldn't surprise me if Josh Chime leaves just to ruin me. That's the thing. We'll, we'll end up getting rid of like Tyree Scamble or Josh Simon, an exciting player. We're all looking forward to play, watch play. Mm-hmm. We'll Bringing someone in like Peter Crouch. <laughs> oh, it's the the, the rumours Daniel Sturridge, isn't it? By by internet standards, that's the that's the rumour of the six day. Six years ago, maybe. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like the narrative, but yeah, a couple of years ago, maybe at the the latest. And but also, there's always it. All, it's all, there's always scope for it, isn't there? There's always it's always a good story. Somebody shit who we completely deride, a bit like Stephen Fletcher, comes in, and most people are like, mm, really. And then wow us with unexpected brilliance. I wouldn't want that at the expense of a Tyrese Campbell no. or or no. whatever. Like it's a Jacob Brown it'll be, even. It'll be a Michael Owen sign, he will. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I, I tell you, I, I would take Michael Owen if it was <laughs> like a swap if it was a swap for uh Ince. <laughs> <laughs> but West Brom apparently were interested in Ince, weren't they? Well, which I find, well, I mean, obviously, like, I don't want to put West Brom off, but I find <laughs> that insane. He's a brilliant player and an exquisite man. <laughs> I think you should buy him. And he never I looks... Give him three lifts to the ground. And he never looks dour in photos. He oh, always looks happy. <laughs> it's oh. just, that's a, that's a weird one. Jack Butland is the name, again, linked with Southampton. Um, I just don't know. I honestly don't see anyone leaving just because what's, it just seems to be how we do things nowadays. Yeah. 
It'll, it'll be on loan somewhere, won't it? That's what'll happen. Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. On loan to Turkey. Turkey Whoever it is. I have zero money. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. So... Oh well. Well, it's an international break, and that means I don't know. Probably, probably no podcast because what would we talk about? Um, which is fine to be honest, because we're repeating ourselves every week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, is there? I mean, is there anything else you guys want to talk about on, on this on this day of days? It's kind of been a bit of a dour episode. Sorry, Rupert. It's the first first one for you to come on to, and it's just been a bit. No, I've, I've enjoyed slagging off Nathan Jones to be honest. <laughs> That's all I came on here for. Fair enough. In my Twitter history, they'll know how much I hate them. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's been very balanced, I think. Hey, remember we beat Aston Villa three days ago? Yes, that was fun. We were very good. At the time I'm speaking right now, the current Aston Villa-Liverpool score is 6-2 to Aston Villa. Yeah. I saw it at 4-1, I didn't know it was 6-2. Wow. Today's I mean, been nuts. We must be brilliant, which means Birmingham must be amazing. <laughs> um, and they'll love that. They'll love that if we tell them yeah. they're better than Villa. Yeah, because so, doing the world if, if we played Liverpool now, we'd obviously have to win by at least seven or easy. even a five nil. Yeah, it's. I said football in lockdown is just weird. The the Spurs Man U result was weird today. Liverpool result is weird. It's all just weird. And then, and but it is it is typical, isn't it? That the other Championship fixture today was a goal fest. The Premier League saw several goals, and ours was this very slow, boring. <laughs> Who yeah. shots? But then again, I take I take a boring point over an exciting loss that we would have had ten months ago. That's. So, that's true. Many That's people true. would disagree, but they'd be wrong. Oh, that was a question I was wanting to ask. While we've still got still got a few minutes left on the on the mm-hmm. clock, um, you, <laughs> yes, we we beat Villa. We're into the quarterfinals of the League Cup. Lucky us. Um, what do we make of a cup run without the fans? Is this? Do you? I saw the question being posed the other day. Would you take Stoke getting to the final if it meant no one could watch it in person? I think it'd be typical Stoke, wouldn't it? We'd make the cup final. We'd end up winning it. Then <laughs> we wouldn't be able to celebrate. <laughs> I'd, I'd celebrate. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be... I'd run down the stairs, probably. <laughs> I'd be full of beans. I'd, yeah. I'm, obviously, it's a shit situation, but it's a shit situation everyone's in. If, like... It, in a hundred years' time, when me and Dave are doing Stoke City years and looking back on this year... <laughs> We'll be like, yeah, we won the cup. It was brilliant. Cup winners. Yeah. Because it'll be our only other honour since 1972, probably. But um, yeah, I, was, I, I mean, I do care. I think it's good to be able to go to the football for everyone. At the same time, I'd, I'd happily take another year of lockdown if it meant <laughs> we won a cup. Ooh. That's I would a good like, But. We've had we've had a cut. Be the same. We've had a cut run. It's just been condensed into three weeks, which is really <laughs> weird. I mean, we've had a brilliant cut run. We've almost matched our best in recent memory, but it's just been it's, it's literally just happened in the space of is it three or four weeks? And it it seems really silly saying this after watching Spurs put six past granted ten men Man United, hmm. but I even then I'm like, you know what? 
we we could we could grab something against them. Like, it's not the it's not unforeseeable. We just beat Aston Villa, who was winning Liverpool six two. We're the best team in the world. Best <laughs> team in the Midlands by far. Oh yeah, well obviously even um, the yes, Russian. Yes, thank you. They call us the pride of the Midlands. They did. They did. Man they are up. a very good club. They're my favourite Russian team. I don't know if I said this before, but they are my favourite Russian team. Shout out to Spartak Moscow, of course. Of course, uh, CSK. Oh, they're going to hate you now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a as a as an owner Glad of a, you said it, not me. Yeah, as an owner of a Sieska Moscow shirt, I uh, uh, I just feel like Chiska. Chiska. Oh, that mm. was oh, that was good. I mean, mm. sorry for butchering your language. Any of our Russian fans? Ivan. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, Ivan. Um, <laughs> right then. Any other business to discuss before we we wrap this this thing up and we go away? Uh, very very quickly, I just would like to associate myself with the comments last week about how uh, how I met your mother oh, okay. being <laughs> abject um, television, yeah. and I'd like to add to the list for your consideration nine lazily written series of the offensive, blisteringly awful Big Bang Theory. Okay, yeah, fair, fair enough. This this can be a this can be a recurring thing. Rupert, any uh, sitcoms you want to drag on? Um, ooh, I, I don't mind the first couple of series of Big Bang Theory. Mm. After that, it's a bit stale. First two <laughs> very good, I thought. After that, very stale. <laughs> Tony's Tony is not Tony is not happy about it. But I'm not engaging. It's fine. <laughs> let's let's add Mrs. Brown's boys to the mix because oh, oh. don't even start that with them. I saw that I was coming back for Christmas and I thought we'd suffered enough. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you have a sitcom that you don't like, just tell us about it and we'll, we, will, we will rant about it on a football podcast because why not, hey? Well, it's football shit. anything of interest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, in which case then, if there's nothing else to discuss, uh, I will say uh, thank you, Tony. How can people talk to you if they would like to talk to you? Um, drive past my house with a loud exhaust. Um, yeah, tone to peer on the Twitter. I don't. I don't say much interesting. Really, I mostly just retweet, retweet Chris. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I did. So if, if you like Chris's tweets, follow me and see them again. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, Rupert, thank you for coming on the podcast. I hope it was okay. How can people speak to you if they'd like to speak to you? It's uh, uh, that Rupert Goff on Twitter for all my boring tweets about how much I hate Nathan Jones, <laughs> how much I love Nathan Collins and the younger state players, which is very strange. <laughs> oh, man. And you can speak to Wizards of Drivel at what is that at? I've forgotten it's, what it is. It's like, at Wizards of Drivel. <laughs> My gosh, I just panicked for a second. Oh, what a horrible time. Today's a Spartak Drivel. Um, wait. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Spartak Moscow English channel. Um, in which case, I will say thank you, both of you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And... Until we meet again after the international break when we go and destroy Nathan Jones's Luton town. Boo, Nathan Jones, boo. I will say, go <coughs> on, Stoke. This guy.